A couple of years ago, I was having a very deep and nuanced conversation with my then five-year-old son. The topics were diverse, ranging from the effects of black holes on the gravity of the universe at large to the properties of methane gas as it relates to the weight of the human body when that gas forcefully is expelled from a person's anterior. But there was a topic in that discussion that really grew on me, and that topic was centered on my ability or apparent lack thereof to grow something other than a feeble, less than manly, patchy beard. If you're wondering why my not anywhere near puberty son would question my beard growing abilities, here's some context. My facial hair was notoriously patchy. It's been patchy since my scraggly whiskers started coming in when I was 12. That trend continued until my 32nd birthday. Adding another layer, my son has been able to grow a peach fuzz mustache since he was nine months old. So, the end of our conversation ended with a bet. He bet me a future in his allowance for the next 10 years that I couldn't grow a manly beard. I saw that and promised an all-expense-paid trip to Legoland if that was the case. Needless to say, I won the bet. Unfortunately, I also discovered something deep, dark, depressing, and distractingly itchy. Taking care of a beard can be difficult, and if you're not careful, you could end up with a cohabitant on your face. Something every man needs to be aware of, especially if you hang out with animals. In today's episode, a special Christmas edition, we're going to be talking about a beard fungus. And if you're listening to this episode, Santa, take extra special care the next time you let Rudolph give you a nuzzle. Welcome to Reason to Panic, the only podcast out there for the worried mind. We give you a new reason to panic each week, so you never have to worry about running out of reasons to panic. Welcome to the show, fellow panickers. I'm Randall Floyd, and I'm joined by my two co-hosts, Tyler Mason, the man with a beard so beautiful, Rip Van Winkle would gawk. How are you, Tyler? <laughs> <laughs> I am doing. I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I uh, I'm excited for this episode, although um, because of the uh, the foliage on my chin, I, I was a little bit. Uh, <clears throat> I don't know. I don't even have the right words to, to use to describe it. Um, concerned. We'll go with concerned. <laughs> concerned's a good word. Hopefully you change or, um, in, in, increase the, uh, your, your, your beard care habits oh, to, I think uh, I, to some degree. I, I think I went through a bottle of beard shampoo the day after I read the article. <laughs> That's funny. We also have Eli Bowman who can grow a five o'clock shadow by 9am. How are you? <laughs> I'm, I'm doing fine. I, I've never been privileged to have uh, beards as uh, just as, as illustrious and uh, voluminous as the two of you, but uh, um, nevertheless, definitely a, uh, a disturbing topic this week. And I'm very, very much glad to be here to discuss it. <laughs> well, we're glad to have you. Well, let me get into the topic. My first question is, have you seen the pictures? Yes. yes. Gosh, it's just gross. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I saw the pictures and I was like, okay, things don't look so good. But then I saw the pustules and, and it just took me to another level of, of disgust. And uh, so, yeah, they're, they're extreme, the pictures. Oh, it's gross. They it's look gross. like, the, uh, they look like the, the infected had gotten a nasty bar fight. Like their faces. Just... 
It does. When I was looking at it, I was thinking it looked like somebody grabbed the business end of a shop vac and then <laughs> <laughs> to his face for, 40, for, for 48 hours and then contracted herpes of the lip. Like it just looked Gross. <laughs> oh, that's so rancid. What exactly are we looking at, Randall? Well, it's called Tinea Barbie. And I looked up the pronunciation so that I could sound like an expert. Um, it's essentially ringworm of the face. Uh, it's T- just a fun Barbie. That's, that's not yeah. the kind of Barbie you're going to pick up at the toy store. Please. No. Uh, well, <laughs> that would be a great addition though. Can you imagine <laughs> would that be the Halloween edition of Barbie? We've got Tanea Barbie girls. People would buy it. <laughs> yeah. There, there would be some kind of niche um, on, right. on uh, Reddit and, and some other places that <laughs> right. just go in and out all the time. Um, Zo- so it's zoologist daughters would uh, would be uh, <laughs> fans of that one. Sorry, Randall, go ahead. No, don't worry about it. It's it's just as interesting. Uh, so do you, ringworm is just a fungus, and and you only can get this fungus on your on your face under your beard if you're in contact with an animal that has it. Person to person isn't isn't something that that really happens with this. So so while that's not necessarily good news for the person that has the Tanea Barbie, it is good news for that person's wife because she can still kiss him. <laughs> and not get infected <laughs> right that's that's a plus <laughs> for, for the but, but, but is she really gonna want to though i mean like if the view if, if the listeners uh, look look up tanea barbie um on google and, and basically this beard fungus and if you're a lady listening i i would love to know you know maybe in the comment section of wherever you're listening um let us know if you would kiss your man if his face was riddled with this this condition, this fungus. I'll put some. I'll put some pictures in the show notes, so then you can better, more accurately rate this. Because there you go. Make it easy. Oh gosh. Easy. But you you say that your wife can kiss you without much concern, unless you guys read differently. I I read a f- several articles that said that it is transmittable from person to person, and it can be caught on uh, pretty much any body hair, whether it's the the head or the chin or the chest or or. Anywhere it's got a, a warm, hairy environment, this stuff can spread. Yikes. It can, but it depends, Tyler, if you're talking about Tanea Barbie or Tanea Capitidis or Capitis, because there's two closely related ones. One is infectious person to person, one is not. Uh, this article from skinsite.com is talking specifically about Tanea Barbie. Interesting. So. They are that particular skin site is far too political. They they lean all the way in one direction. (laughs) Everyone knows it. Everyone knows it. They've got an agenda. (laughs) That's funny. So if you're wondering what it looks like, um, we kind of described it, but it the the definition or the the words on some of these sites it says that it's it's uh I don't even know how to pronounce this. There's ectothrix pattern, which is spores on the out outside. Um, spores on the inside of the hair. There's just spores all over the place, and they just—it's just gross. I mean, I—I I, I feel sick. I probably shouldn't eat breakfast after this episode because it's just gross. <laughs> I'm sure. Th- I'm sure the listeners are wondering because you know, if 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 they're if they're if they've got if they if they got to this podcast through our Facebook page, which is facebook.com/slash/reason to panic. There's a plug. Um, then I'll make sure that there are there are pictures of this in the comments. But you're probably wondering what the heck does this have to do with Christmas? <laughs> There's there's a there's a connection here. There is slight. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's enough though. 
<laughs> just just the beard connection though really and santa could very well get it because i don't know if he's uh if he's if he's nuzzling his deers that much or not i don't know how close if he's a deer person i expect he might be but he might have elves take care of that there are some Christmas songs that discuss the relationship between Santa and the reindeer, although it's very, uh, very on the surface. I wonder if there are any stories um, that talk about just how close Santa or just how involved Santa is with the upkeep of the reindeer. I mean, is it Santa doing that work? Is it one of the elves? Um, you know, who's in charge of the reindeer the rest of the year? And if it's Santa, he, that's a lot of reindeer and he, he's got that big old beard and I think he's at risk. He is seriously at risk, especially if this deer don't take baths often. Um, have you seen the Santa Claus with Tim Tim Allen? I have Just watched the third one last night. Did <laughs> you? Okay. The, it, according to that, if that's canonized, I mean, if that's the real deal, then those reindeer are disgusting. According to according to him. Mm. So yeah. maybe reindeer are. That's one thing I maybe should have looked at. That would have been interesting. I wonder. I wonder what the hygiene of reindeer is. I wonder when it comes to to land mammals if they are um, just right on par with like horses or deer, or if they're particularly disgusting. I know for a fact they are very sweaty creatures. Really very sweaty for a fact. Um, that, yeah, for a fact, they, they live they up there in the Arctic, and uh, when when they get down, when it, 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 it's bad. They sweat a lot less when it's cold, but when it gets down and they're not in the snow anymore, then, then they're kind of sweaty. Ew. Well, and it does well, I, know what happen, I know what happens to me when I sweat, so I can only imagine what would happen to a big old reindeer with all that, all that hair and fur all over its body. <laughs> no doubt. And it says that you're more at risk in warm, humid climates, which at first thought you'd be like, oh, well, it's Santa Claus, it's the North Pole. But again, referring back to the uh the santa claus movies whether tim allen or any other santa claus movie of your preference they never depict the north pole as being cold i think it's magically enchanted to where you're able to walk around and it's you know a, a pleasant temperature which to me would think a lot of melting snow a lot of humidity it seems to me like it's a perfect breeding ground for this stuff up there at the north pole for uh, old saint nick yeah yeah mm. they, it's like they have climate control up at the north pole yeah they better yeah. But the other thought that I had is that have you ever seen an elf with a beard? No. Only like what's in, going only on. in Dis old Disney movies, but but no, I've never seen an elf with a beard. Right? So I, I wonder if I wonder if this is how they combat that, is that the elves it's it's like it's like they're OSHA. You must be clean shaven to handle the reindeer. Mm. Can you that imagine is... the workers' comp claims if you had elf that was constantly coming down with uh, with beard ringworm? I just want to know who legislates for the North Pole. That's, that's all. Is it, is it a republic? Is it a dictatorship? What is it? Well, I feel like that's another discussion. That should be the Christmas episode next year. Is the, <laughs> the, the politics and the governmental structure of the North Pole? We need to figure that out because they could be sovereign or they could be part of Denmark. Like I don't know. It's it's, it's possible it could be either way. <laughs> They're governed by Captain Nemo. <laughs> So I was looking and a little bit, I'm changing subject here and I make fun of Tyler for doing this, but um, I thought it would be a good point to segue because it's, it's kind of counterintuitive about this beard fungus, because there are a lot of things about beards that are actually very beneficial, like super beneficial. Um, have you, have, are either of you familiar with the benefits of, of beards? Only my own. The, <laughs> Only your own. The, the benefits of beard in re, beards in relation to what? Um, health. 
Oh, uh, no, not really. Well, first off, it's SPF a million, so you can't get burned on your lower <laughs> face or your neck. Right? <laughs> so how close can I get to the sun with my beard before my <laughs> That's beard. never been tested. Oh, I love it. <laughs> Probably about the time it spontaneously combusts and you're, and you're in trouble. Probably. <laughs> so it's also good for winter. So it makes sense because it keeps you warm. Um, so that, that that's counterintuitive. Like the elves should have beards, but uh, because of their claims, I guess it makes it difficult um, for them to stay warm and take care of the reindeer. Maybe there's a law passed where they cannot have beards. I mean, uh, that's what we talked about before. Also, the climate control... Maybe they don't. Maybe they don't bother with beards because it's it's all heated up nice wherever they are. It could be, and they could also possibly have like a legitimate medical exemption. They could. Or back to the Santa Claus. If that's canon, then elves are children. They can't. They can't grow beards, and if they do, there's a problem. <laughs> Unless it's Raymond, my son. I'll say Raymond right? mustache. <laughs> so beards can also ward off throat disease. Um, they're a, an amazing filter. So like you've got your mouth and then your saliva and stuff. Well, it, it just creates another added layer where stuff gets caught in your beard instead of going up into your nose and your throat. And that's the same thing with asthma. It can actually keep uh, bad stuff out of your air system for sure. Uh, wow. Did not know wait. all that. So I, knew, I, I knew you couldn't get a sunburn with a beard, only... Because, I mean, I've had beards, and, and I know from, from experience what happens when you're out in the sun for a long time, and then decide to shave your beard off. That's a fascinating look. Um, oh, yeah. And I've, I've had that look before, uh, but, uh, but I didn't really think – I didn't know about any of those other things. What were you going to say, Tyler? I just want to know, based on what you said, am I walking around with a, a biological HEPA filter on my face? Is that, is that what you're saying? I, I, I would hedge a little bit and say probably. I'll, I'll just, take a problem. Just, just I'm a lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> so, so if you have a mustache that's bushy enough and long enough that covers that can somehow cover your mouth, could you basically could that be your your face covering? Could you just say I have a beard with a big old bushy mustache? I don't need to wear a mask because look at my face. It's it's a possibility, honestly. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> that would be funny to see though you'd have to comb that mustache straight down to go over your mouth but uh oh man yeah, or use a bunch of hairspray or use a bunch of hairspray and brush your beard upward and that would cover your mouth and nose as well so oh, that's either, so uncomfortable either I, way you're gonna look weird i had a, a a point where i was gonna grow my mustache out enough to do a fu manchu for those of you that aren't familiar just wow. think of the, the the curly mustache right the the uh What's his name? Monopoly, Monopoly man, right? Yeah. Um, so I was going to grow the Fu Manchu and I actually made it quite a while trying to do it, but that's basically what you're doing is you're growing the mustache so that it gets super long and then you have to comb it and sweep it over on, on the sides to, to sculpt it. Um, and the reason that I, I lost interest in doing it was because I, I got to like that funky stage where it wasn't long enough to sweep it, but it was too long for it to not get in my mouth all the time so uh, you know you could so for you fu manchu wearers out there if you you have a place that you have to go and don't want to mask up for it then just comb that sucker straight down you'll look weird but there you go you heard it here <laughs> on reason to panic you probably will be okay oh wow 
<laughs> I'm learning something new every day. I didn't I didn't even know that was called a Fu Manchu. I thought it was called something else. But that's uh, I would love to sport one of those one day. Yeah, you know that should be on my bucket list. I think it should be on every man's bucket list. I think every man <laughs> should try to grow one of those curly Q mustaches at least at one point in their life. Mm, yeah, I, I my mustache doesn't grow more than two inches, so um, I have difficult time with that. Mm, yeah, it might be tough for you. I've tried. Mm, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I've tried. <laughs> So there's a couple of other added benefits, not necessarily related to health. The other one of them is it, not shaving clears up your schedule because you know the amount of time it takes every day to shave, you can actually spend that doing something else. That is if true. You decide not to shave and grow a beard. Um, you can also, apparently, there's studies out there that say men feel actually more attractive. It doesn't mean they look more attractive, but they feel more attractive with a beard. Yeah. That translates to confidence, which is more attractive to you know for women. And some yeah, men. for sure. Yeah, and so the only thing I was asking after I read all this stuff is why? Why do some men just give excuses about growing beards? Like I don't know. I've I've heard so many excuses. I feel personally attacked. <laughs> <laughs> As our non our non beard wearing co host, you're not <laughs> Eli. We we love you, brother. We you know we we take you as you are. I just wear it short. I, I do have a beard right now, but I would say this beard is much more a product of not wanting to shave and laziness more so than it is like curating a piece of art on my face. Like, like you, like, like you fine gentlemen. <laughs> uh, for me, the, the funny thing for me with, with my beard when I was growing it out was um, I was like you, Randall, I, I had particularly one spot right underneath the corner of one of my lips that just didn't grow in. And so I looked like I had a Riddler question mark on my face and it was that way forever. So all through high school, I had the chin strap, the really long sideburns, you know, but i never grew the full beard. And it was, uh, it happened to be in November, not on purpose five years ago when I, I got busy and I didn't shave and I ended up with a beard. I got past the itchy stage and I think that's another detractor that people have. So you've got this, this splotchy beard and then it just itches. I got past the itchy stage before I was finally like, ah, I should probably shave it. And I was like, oh, wait, it doesn't itch anymore. And it's not patchy. And it's been a permanent product of my face since that point at varying lengths. You were um, hooked. I was hooked. You know, it was, it was, a, it was a, uh, an accidental addiction, I guess. Um, but because of it, I did notice people treat me differently with a beard than they did without. Really? In, in what way? Randall, maybe you can speak to this too. I don't know if you've felt a, a similar thing. Um, I suddenly look 10 years older with a beard than I do without. And so I, I think that there was a, oh, this guy's more like mature in age because of it. Um, then you get around other guys that have beards and it's kind of like, you know, two people that own motorcycles, you know, it's just kind of that nod. <laughs> uh -huh. You guys wave to each other when you're driving, you're driving your trucks or your cars down the road. It's like, Hey, 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 yeah, yeah. Mutual understanding here. It's true. I've heard similar instances between um, ex prison inmates having similar tattoos. They, they give similar nods. Interesting. <laughs> Uh, Randall, I figured out how you can uh, grow uh, a Fu Manchu or, or, or a handlebar mustache. Mm -hmm. How's that? Contract Tanea Barbie, uh, huh. and it it swells up your it can swell up all around your mouth, and uh -huh. that that will give sort of the the appearance, the illusion that you have more volume in your mustache. <laughs> and you, you can so just contract the fungus, 
and then grow it. And then I think you'll be okay. Um, I'll add that to my list of things. <laughs> just, just consider it. Just, just put, put it, it in the there for consideration. Just, just, it's just an idea, but I think it would look good on you. I'll look like I have a gigantic cold sore underneath my nose. Yeah, yeah, like the size of your upper lip. That's true. <laughs> It'll be like there's a butt on my lip. It's that's, ugh, it's so bad. But you'll have that sweet uh, handlebar, though. That'll be nice. Yeah, well, and thanks for bringing this back around. I mean, there is a it's it is an issue that people have to deal with, and more so this year than in most years past, because there's actually something that surfaced called the Corona beard. Have you heard of this? Corona beard. You actually are sporting one, Eli. Um, and it's mostly because people don't have to go to work anymore or they've been feeling a little bit less lazy and motivated. A lot of men just haven't shaved as much this year. And so they've been, because of being tied down with the coronavirus, they've just grown beards instead. Like they've just had more facial hair. Wow. Oh my gosh. I'm sporting a Corona beard. You are. You should actually hashtag Corona beard. I think it's a thing. I, I'm i sporting a Corona beard. Oh my gosh. I didn't know that. <laughs> I love Mind it. Mind blown. I am like, it's like a paradigm shift for me. <laughs> well, man. Well, with that, I think, I think we've covered enough, uh, enough material that, that to show there's enough of a need that people should probably be worried about getting something like this on their face. Like there's enough men out there with beards and it's, it's the numbers of people growing beards this year has just skyrocketed. It was exponential for a while and it finally plateaued, but an additional millions of men have beards. And so the possibility of having those disgusting pustules is real. So I, I'll start with you, Eli. But how would you rate uh, on the panic scale getting uh, getting this this ringworm at the lip of the okay. beard? Okay. So even though I'm lazy about shaving, I care a little bit about my my face and the way I look. Um, this kind of terrifies me. Now I don't work with animals, so I'm not concerned that I'm going to contract this. But I'm going to rate this based on if I you know, if I were actually at risk. And so I'm going to give it a five. I don't think it's a, a, a foregone conclusion that, that I would get it. But if I were to work with animals, I would certainly, it would be on my mind if I had a beard. It certainly would. So I'm going to give it a five, five, right, five. right in the middle. Well, that's, that sounds reasonable. What about you, Tyler? I think it's funny that when we score these things, we, we, we almost have two scoring systems. We have the, where I feel about it personally, but where the rest of society should be. And I'm with Eli. I don't work around any of these, well, animals in general, but, but any of the ones that are more likely to give me ringworm of the face. Um, so even though I have the beard, I've got a good cleaning regimen. Uh, you know, I take care of it. So I'm not concerned. Me personally, I'm at like, you know, a two, two and a half. But for somebody that does work in that sort of an environment, they're sporting the beard. There's the definite possibility. Yeah, I'm going to put this probably up there five and a half of, of something just to just to be you know, more yeah. than mildly aware of hmm. five and a half. So I was thinking about the same. I'm not, I'm not concerned. And this is funny. I think this is what regular news does. Anyways, they, they, they have their own opinions, but they, they tell everybody what they think everybody else should believe. Right. <laughs> right. So it's like the more, you know, the more you can panic. Yeah. And, and the more authority you have to tell people to panic. So I feel like we're building a little bit more authority here. So maybe, maybe I'll rate this a little bit higher. Just looking at the pictures, this is similar to the dog licking episode. Like the thought just disgusts me enough because of a dog licking my face, mm -hmm. let alone getting the bacteria, that it already raises my panic level because it's just gross. <laughs> um, I, I Every once in a while I get cold sores and they're disgusting. And the thought of having a cold sore the size of my mandible just, just frightens me. So 
I'm going to probably give it, uh, give it a four and a half. Um, and that's just because, um, it's gross. And (laughs) I, I still feel sick to my stomach, honestly, looking at those pictures. Um, and so maybe after the episode and I've had time to, uh, digest my food and not have to think about it, I would rate it lower, but right now, um, it's, it's, it's right there. So anyways, thanks for listening, everybody. We hope you've enjoyed this special Christmas episode. If you know a man and he also has hygiene issues or works with animals, you may want to send him over so he can listen and have him wash his beard more than once uh, a week. And, uh, otherwise tune in, tune in next week for another episode and we'll see you later. Try this.